organ ground, and uh, to do the grinding yourself, that seems stupid and foolhardy. Now, Al Gore had yet to invent the internet, so I couldn't just Google the words organ grinder and find out the real story. My dad was becoming the hurdy-gurdy man. Someone who cranks an organ, playing music, while a monkey dances around asking strangers for money. Now, Pops didn't make his announcement at the dinner table. In fact, we didn't own a dining room table. We ate at TV tables in front of, not surprisingly, the TV. Neither did he make this announcement at the weekly family meeting. Thankfully, we, we didn't have those. It was a small family, just me, my mom, and dad, so it was pretty easy to get everyone together when necessary. He made the announcement while leaving church, and not just the church which my dad only attended on Christmas and Easter. This announcement came in the summertime, and Pops wouldn't normally be in church that time of year. We were in Rome, Italy, on vacation at St. Peter's Basilica, the greatest church ever built. It was August 1983. I was 12 years old, and this, apparently, was the place where God told my dad to become an organ grinder. It's, uh, it's possible God really did speak to my dad, but I doubt it. God seems to speak in a crystal clear way only to people he really likes, and to the best of my knowledge, no one with the last name of Ruli has ever been in that group. Nonetheless, God had a plan for my dad. Some kids' dads have respectable jobs like lawyer or cop or proctologist. Some dads are admired for being IRS workers or hitmen. I wouldn't be that lucky. When asked in polite conversation what your father does for a living, few people in the past 50 years have answered with, My dad? He's an organ grinder. Try using that with your classmates or colleagues at work. Now you've entered my world. It wasn't always this way, however. In fact, the first 12 years of my existence gave every impression that I would have a normal life. Mom was a high school teacher. Pops was a corrections officer. We were the only Catholic family on our block. There were the Lutherans and their Lutheran God, the Baptists and their Baptist God, the Seventh-day Adventists and their... Well, well, I was never sure what they believed. Uh, they were a very nice family, but they didn't give gifts for Christmas. Uh, that's a big no-no in a kid's eyes. Uh, you can believe whatever you want, but even my Jewish friends give gifts on Christmas. My seemingly normal childhood was now changing. I was entering junior high, leaving my grade school classmates behind and preparing to meet a new group of people to reject me. I would soon be going through puberty, complete with faint mustache and bad mullet. It's possible I could survive those, but a father who was an organ grinder, uh, that put me in a whole other bracket. My father's decision to change careers and forever alter his son's adolescence did not come overnight. No, it, it took my dad several nights to discern how best to interrupt my impending teenage years. Perhaps he was looking out for his son's spiritual well-being. Certainly, chastity would not be a problem. Had my father chosen a respectable career, you know, as a burglar or a con man, the type of family stock every girl dreams of, I could have forged ahead. As the son of the hurdy-gurdy man, however, I would spend a lot of time alone, chastely. As an added bonus, the family of an organ grinder is traditionally not wealthy. I would embrace poverty at an early age. If I had learned to be obedient, I would have been on my way to a religious vocation. If you ask my dad, becoming an organ grinder was divinely mandated. 
Thus, I learned at a very early age that a person should discern God's will carefully. If a saint has a private revelation, the church investigates for years to determine the validity of this revelation. When your dad has a private revelation to become an organ grinder, the church is mysteriously silent. Now, according to Pops, he was in the Blessed Sacrament Chapel at St. Peter's, praying about it, and he felt at peace with the decision. And here's the thing I've found that sucks about other people's prayers. You can't really disagree with them. Well, well, you can, but the point is that the prayers are theirs, not yours, and as Christians, we do believe God speaks to us. So anytime I question another person's prayer, I feel like the sinful, cynical person I'm, I'm afraid I really am. And that's one of the truly weird things about Christianity. We believe God wants a relationship with us, that we talk and he...